Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 134 for the week of July 5th, 2020. Yesterday was the 4th. That it was. Yes. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the... I... Do I, do I say <laughs> Nike golf shirt? Yeah, that's exactly what it I is. I like the pattern on it. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, it looks sleek. Thank you. I like that. You're looking snazzy. Look at uh, you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Will, a.k.a. I'm, I am Mr. Mayhem. I mean, you're looking pretty snazzy in the HCS Pro Talk Ooh, shirt and the Beachland hat. Exclamation point merch in the chat. Bear, 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 bear. Uh, Will, how are you doing on this Sunday afternoon? You know, I'm really tired. Yeah? So, <laughs> how was your weekend? What what did you do for the 4th of July? So, we went up to uh, basically family cabin type deal. Um, you know, spent some time out on the lake. But got back yesterday. And, <clears throat> you know, something came out on Disney Plus over the weekend, which everyone's pretty hyped about. Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Well, we didn't start it till two, uh, 1240 in the morning. So, we were up pretty late. <laughs> For those who don't know, it's two hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah. So, yep, we were up past 3 a.m. watching Hamilton last night. So, I'm feeling Jesus. it. I'm feeling it today, but it was really good. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts on Hamilton? It's, it was really, I was saying it was really good. Okay. Uh, I thought it was the best, like, I think it was the best performance I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I'm taking into consideration, like, Wicked, uh, Rent on Broadway, um, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. What else? I mean, there's plenty more. Phantom of the Opera. Like, there, there's so many. There's so many I'm not even mentioning. Newsies. Everything, right? It kept me engaged the whole time. There, I, I was talking to Tana, like, midway through... So when the intermission came up, right? Yeah. And I'm like, man, it feels like there's been barely any lines of spoken dialogue. There, there wasn't. No, there was. There was some. Oh, sure. But, but the majority, it felt like everything was a song yeah. or a part of a song. So it just, I thought it was really, really well done. And I almost cried. <laughs> I was close. I was really, really close. I didn't cry, but I got close. Um, but no, I thought that that was fantastic. And didn't really feel like it was three hours. It didn't. So that was even better. But yeah, very good. Really good performances across the board. Yes. Everybody had a good voice. The King was fantastic. Yeah, that was the best. Did you know, I bet you did, but do you know that the person who plays the King in that in that performance uh, was in Glee? He was the rival at the rival school. Yeah. Where Leah Michelle's character, her mom was the teacher yep. over there. Yeah. Uh, That's why he looks yep, so familiar. Yep. Yep. And you know, it's funny because I looked at his hat. I'm like, oh, he made it. Yeah. He got what he wanted. He got it Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was I think he, he also awesome. voiced someone in Frozen. It's from what I heard. That wouldn't surprise me. So, I, I don't know who. Because now I have to go back and watch that yep. to figure that out. But no, I thought... That was probably the best character in that performance was the king. 
He he did an outstanding job. Um, for those tuning into the live show, welcome Jordan, welcome Dave. Hope you guys are having a good day. For everybody else tuning in, hope you enjoy the show. We're just talking about some Hamilton to start things off. It's yeah. a, like you said, it's a big thing that sure. came up. Um, I liked that. So I've I've never seen another. Like, he's Kristoff. Huh? Kristoff. Kristoff, yeah. That's uh, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Um, So I had actually never seen, like, I've seen maybe a handful of plays done at, like, in Minnesota we have Chanhassen Dinner Theater, or I've never seen, like, an actual Broadway performance like that. Sure. Like, everything we I've seen has been, like, a movie adaptation or something to that effect. So for them to actually, like, just film the actual Broadway show and put yeah. it out there was pretty amazing to see too. Um, the re- why I mentioned rent is because they did something similar as well. And up until the, up until yesterday, because that's when we watched it mm-hmm. up until that point, that was my favorite performance of all time. Sure. Like the way that, the way that they portrayed everything, it was, it was literally about the Broadway production. Um, but no, I thought, I thought it was fantastic. The other thing that I thought was really cool about this is that um, I think there were, there was definitely one. It was the king, but there I think there may have been two uh, white characters in the entire performance. Yeah, everyone else was uh, either mixed or black. I thought that was incredible. And this is coming from somebody who literally has not seen anything about Hamilton, mm-hmm. right? So like I just didn't know. Um, but I thought that was awesome. Uh, like I said, everybody had a great voice. The songs were phenomenal. The rapping was on point. It's, I thought it was great. I love how everything flowed. It was great. Is there anything else you want to mention about Hamilton? No, I'm good. All right. Do you want to know what's coming up in this week's actual episode of the show? Sure, man. We have, uh, on this episode, we have, we heard you like tournament announcements. So we have more tournament announcements for your tournament announcements. Will, yeah. in case you wanted more, we have more. A lot more. A lot more. Uh, we have the GT Halo versus Halo Columbia rosters. They've been announced. We have a potential date for the July Xbox event. It may have been leaked. Potential. Potentially. A look into what's coming in the next season for MCC. We have Legends departing their positions. And... Will, are game prices increasing for next-gen consoles? A lot of people are upset about that. Potentially happening across the board. It is happening for one game. We don't know if it's happening across the board, so we'll see. But without further ado, Will, it's time for some competitive news. GT Halo provides details on their upcoming event. This is by GT Halo over on Twitter, and I quote, We have a very special event coming on July 12th. We talked about this last week, if you want to go check that out as well. But here's more information. GT Halo will be taking on competitive Halo Columbia in a show match featuring 12 of the best up-and-coming players from each, excuse me, region. Had a little burp there, you know. Uh, July 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's next weekend, folks! Next weekend, Will! Halo competition getting hot <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash GT Halo. Check that out. Cause mixer ain't a thing. No mo. No mo, no mo, no mo, no mo. All right. Divine mind. 
announces their next tournaments because they got two of them. This is my divine mind. Twitter.com. $1,000 in total prize money for two free-for-all cups, one international, one strictly for our Aussie boys and girls. Click the links to register and join our Discord to be a part of the fun going forward. Both challenge links are included in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show. Oh, shit. I didn't update the show notes link. My bad. That's the one thing I didn't fucking do. Yep. I had everything set up by 11. Yeah. <laughs> and I've come down here and I'm just enjoying my time. That's a one fucking thing I forget. All right. Uh, the first one is on July 25th, 2020. And the second one is on August 8th, 2020. Next up, Super CC Tournament Announcement. This is by Super CC Evades over at Twitter.com, of course. Super CC Halo 5 Money 8 Tournament, July 26th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Entry fee is $20. You can read the sign-up sheet for how to enter in the Google Doc of the show. So the show. The prize payout will be... First place takes home 70% of the prize pool, second with 20%, and third with 10%. Deadline to sign up is July 23rd at 10 Eastern Standard. But we're not done there. The Console Gaming League announces their summer schedule. This is by Console Gaming League. Looks like... Now, okay. In the tweet, in the graphic, they had a Halo... They had Locke from Halo 5 which makes me believe that this is a Halo 5 thing that's going on. It's not outright said, but I'm going to assume that that's what it is. Regardless, on July 25th, there's a $150 Halo 2v2 qualifier. Huh. Qualifier. Might be leading up to something. Well, it is. On August 15th, another $150 2v2 qualifier. On September 4th, another $150 2v2 qualifier. And then finally on September 12th, a $2,000 2v2 Invitational. So I'm assuming this is Halo 5. I think so, too. They put Locke as their banner. I think so, too. Yes. I'm assuming. If they did not meet all grade or criteria for the, the, the tournament label, so we don't know. What grade are you giving them, Will? A D, D minus. D minus? Woo! Because all they say is Halo 2v2. So are we, is this high school rules where Ds still pass? Ooh, I mean, they're putting on a tournament, so you got, okay, so you got a lot of facts. All right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. Second to last news story. Halo Australia MCC Online Series announced. This is by Lunchy of Halo Australia. At, guess what? Not Twitter. This is at HaloAustralia.com. Halo Australia is proud to announce the MCC Online Series, a collection of tournaments in all games. Within Halo, the Master Chief Collection on PC. All games. But we only have a few. So that's the thing. <laughs> I don't, it's not really all. So here we go. We've partnered with Divine Mind and Turnamatch to bring the uh, Australia-New Zealand community every time. I don't know why. But ANZ, again, I don't know why. But when I see it, I just look, I just think I see AZ and I want to say Arizona. Like every time. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know what my mind does that, but whatever. The Australia, New Zealand community, high quality tournaments and content leading up to infinite. We've decided to run this series of tournaments on PC. We believe running tournaments on PC gives us a great opportunity to grow as a community. A large variety of tournaments will begin in July, starting with competitions in Halo 2 Anniversary and Halo 3 once it launches on PC. Oh, so maybe they will be. Once they release. Exactly. So. Halo 4 tournaments, Josh. Oh, yeah. 
we're fucking getting them, boys. Ricochet. <laughs> God damn it. Um, on July 12th, we have a Halo 2 Anniversary 2v2. Registration is currently open. On July 26th, Halo 2 Anniversary 4v4. And then on August 9th, Halo 3 asterisk 4v4. If it's out by then. Correct. Release date pending, which I believe it will be. Yes, it should be out by then. I, so we've said this, we've done our predictions before. I'm going to say that my prediction is within the next two weeks, starting today. Because today's the start of a new week. So within this full week or the next full week, I believe Halo 3 will be released on PC. Yeah, the the fact that they got it out so quick. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. I agree. Just have that again, that gut feeling, because especially when we read the MCC development update later on in the show, um, the points that I pulled from that, it definitely sounds like we're we're really close. Um. So August 9th, there may be a Halo three four before, depending upon if the game is released by then. We think it will be. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. More tournament info is coming soon. In other words, I imagine that has to do with the other games as they release. And by that, I mean Halo 4, because that's the only other one to release. (laughs) Tournaments will support both mouse and keyboard and controller inputs. We understand mouse and keyboard versus controller is a hot debate right now, but we believe all players should be free to use both methods of input. As a small community, we need to try and support all players in order to grow. The series will run for roughly three to four months. What were you going to say? can support both players, but if you're a keyboard and mouse guy and you're going up against all the controller players, you're probably going to get a little frustrated. Just saying. One might get shit on. You can say one might get shit on. Yes. The series will run for roughly three to four months with a variety of prizes depending on each tournament and the number of entrants. More information on each tournament will be available soon. We recommend joining our community Discord and Facebook forums to stay up to date with further announcements. Who the fuck uses Facebook forums? What are Facebook forums? Are we just talking about pages? Maybe. I hope they're just talking. What the fuck Unless are they Facebook have, They forums? might have a Facebook page and they might have like. A link to a forum in there? Maybe. I don't know. I've never, just never heard anybody say Facebook forums. Wow. Wow. Come along. Wow. <laughs> Facebook forums exist. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Owen Wilson. Appreciate you. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> tournaments are open to players from australia new zealand and asia rules regarding this can be found in the tournament page and how to play detailed tournament information will be posted on our website under the tournaments and ladders tab however before you can sign up you'll need to create an account creating an account is free and only takes a few seconds so do that and the final news story of the week some juicy details are hopefully coming soon this is by matt lato previously of mantra Dun, dun, dun. And he states on Twitter, I am strongly considering going public with why I left Mantra. About 99.99% sure I will. Huh. Wonder what could be happening there. Hey, Matt, if you ever listen to this episode, release that shit. We want to talk about it. I want to know what the fuck's going on with Cuckoo Head. Um, that's what I'm going to call him from now on. Cuckoo head. <laughs> He's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. What's up, Lord? Uh, heavy rainfall says that sounds made up. I think he was talking about Facebook forms. Yeah. Or like they, 
they spoiled an announcement from Facebook. So like Facebook didn't wasn't ready to announce their Facebook forums yet. Feature. Oh, <laughs> and so hey, Australia's like we're leaking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Facebook forums could be coming to a Facebook near you. Um, Lord Relay states, I'll admit, I really supported Mantra in the beginning because Zios, because Zios was involved. I was actually going to invest in the company before all the fallout. Uh, no, I don't blame you. We were excited too because everything seemed like they were the ones that were going to do the good thing, like the right thing. And then, nope. No, they weren't. Well, the one guy. I think everybody else had good intentions in mind. Yeah, I think the you know the the head of the snake was was the problem. I was about to go way worse with that, but I'm glad I didn't. I was about to make a human centipede reference. But oh boy, I did not. Let's thank, so, thank you for not. You're doing, welcome. Well, you I like the head did, of the snake. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't go full bore with it. I just mentioned what it would have been. So okay, I, I'm good with the head of the snake. Can we move on from the news? We can gladly. That's it for the competitive news. Time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Go to NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Check them out. Rebrand coming soon. It's going to be dope. What? He's already said it. Oh, he did? He yeah. finally did? Okay. Well, I mean, okay. he didn't make an announcement announcement, but he's mentioned it. Sweet. Maddie, I'm just looking out for you, man. Okay? I'm trying to drum up that hype. Yeah. We want that fucking merch. So drop it. Damn it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna DM him like every day from now on. Hey, hey like, look, where the fuck's the merch? Where is it? Yeah, where is it, bitch? How far along are we? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna... I'm gonna be like Jesse from Breaking Bad. No. Okay. Surprisingly, he didn't say it all that much. I think it was only like 53 times throughout the whole series. Only 53 times. Everyone talks like he said it every single Oh sure. Every single episode. But it's just but. like, it's it's just so weird for like this dude to just, at the end of one of his lines, just bitch. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> sure, Jesse. You get it. You get it. Um, Lord Relay with the subscription. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to be working on getting an emote, so stay tuned for that. But hey, you get a cool badge. Yeah. yeah, you get that badge. Yeah. Do your job, Josh, and shout out the boy. Oh yeah, for every sub, I'm doing this shit. Woo! There it is. Told you'd get one. There it is. Don't th- don't think I forgot. I didn't fucking forget. All right. Upcoming tournaments of the week. Yes. Presented by that of which does not have merch yet. Noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com to not get merch. Maddie. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm genuinely excited. I can't fucking wait. NHL season matches. The North American Halo League. They put out a tweet. And it states, Season 1, Week 3 of the NAHL has been moved back to July 10th and 11th. We're letting our competitors take a break this holiday weekend, and we'll be back on the grind next week. See you then. Therefore, a repeat from last week, Division 1 Week 3 matches. This time, Friday, July 10th, the Banish going up against Fullhammer and the Maw go up against Flawless Cowboy. And then on Saturday the 11th, 
In Amber Clad go, goes up against Charlie Foxtrot, and The Flood go up against Hang 'em High. Division 2, week 3 matches on the 10th include In Amber Clad against Charlie Foxtrot, and The Flood going up against Hang 'em High. And then on Saturday, the 11th, The Banished up against Foehammer, and The Maw versus Flawless Cowboy. Stay tuned for that. On Friday, July 10th, we have the LFTG Halo 5 2v2 and the SWAT Nation Summer Night Classic Halo 5 SWAT 2v2. If that doesn't get an A-plus from you, Will, I don't know what the fuck will. SWAT is in there twice. SWAT Nation Summer Night Classic Halo 5 SWAT 2v2. 2v2. Perfect. <laughs> Can't get any better than that. On Saturday, July 11th, we have the MCC Pro Series Open Tournament number four. They took a week off. And then on Sunday, July 12th, we have the Halo Australia MCC Online Series H2A 2v2 and the EU Halo 5 HCS 4v4 Tournament. Those are your upcoming tournaments of the week. Presented by NoobCombo.com. Also, Lord, thank you for boosting the, the Discord. Greatly appreciated. Sorry I didn't shout you out in the fucking Discord. That's my bad. You know what that does? No. But he did it. He did it. Yeah. He took time there, and money to do that. So. so um the more people that boost the Discord, um, the it's almost like the better connection we get. Like our voice channels get a, a better Dave states a oh. couple things. Better audio quality options. Uh yep. More emotes and emoticons, a shiny icon on your name in the Discord, upload higher quality photos, and an exclusive role for you, but I don't know if Josh has that set up. No, I don't. There you go. I was going to get to most of that, but yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> hey, Will. Yeah. Are you excited for the next segment? Maybe. Hey, chat, do you happen to know what the next segment is? I'm not going to wait for you to answer. Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! We actually have something for you this week. It's uh, GT Halo versus the Halo Columbia rosters. And here we go. So from GT Halo, we have Team Muted, which was... I'm going to go with Ry Riker... Shayan, Helios, and Abs. Team two is Kilimanjaro. Why? Why? Why did they say it? Do you have any idea how to say that one? Deontay. Deontay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why my brain couldn't get it's that. It's okay. Uh, so Deontay, X-Man, and Apollo 9. And then team three is going to be... And Anza and I. <laughs> what? Next team. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's only six. There is only six. <laughs> no. I'm gonna go with Annex I. Perfect. I am I am Venom, Requiem, and McCall. What do I what do I tell you every week that we have Roster Mania? It's up to your it's up to my inter discretion. interpretation. Sure. So it's whatever you say. Whatever you say is right. If they come back and they say it's actually pronounced this, be like, no, no, no. It's not our fault you had a fucked up name. Okay? It's not our fault. I already offered 10 bucks to switch your name for you. <laughs> Nobody reached out to me, damn it. What Will says is right. 
So what's up, shot? Yes, it is Rostermania time. Um, yeah. yeah. Little live versions. <laughs> Halo Columbia. Let's move on. Natural Killers is the first team here. This includes no pro angel. This one, Eye Master and Guardian Flies. Solid gaming includes Carlos or Carlox. I think what? Do what you want. It's, it's your interpretation. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Carlos, your Yagami. <sighs> Why, people? This is just N3OSN. There you go. If anyone knows how to say that. The I Pablo and Hygox. Anyway, Team Gods, uh, Palu God, Johan, the Luffy, and Running JM. That last one was good. That one, uh, yeah, could read those. Yes, thanks, Team Gods, for having legible names. God. Anyway. That does it for Roster Mania. Um, we'll move into the tournament and league recaps of the week here. Ooh, baby. And we'll start off with King Cherry Pie Halo 3 4v4 Draft Tournament. She's my cherry pie! Nice. Thanks. This was a charity tournament, by the way. I'm not trying to make fun of King Cherry Pie's name. I, I like that name. Oh, I was trying to remember if it was... I think it's Warrant that sings that song. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Tournament results, 7th through 8th. Um, Evader Sweats and... <laughs> yes. Might be one of the best team names we've had in a while. Guck. Fun type. Chat, we'll let you switch letters around to determine what that really meant. 5th through 6th. Eli Envy dot... Laku? Sure. And Campaign Kings. In fourth was 69 MGS. Third was the Gallagher's. Um, shameless reference there, I believe. Second was Stainers. And first was Team Fatty. <laughs> All right. Good team name. I like it. Short, right. sweet, and to the fucking point. Relay says, yep, it's warrant. Yes. All right. Esports Arena, Halo 5, 2v2. In fifth through sixth, we had Precision Night and Infest. And then Outvade and Fear Tyranny. Or tyranny. Fourth place was Cleese and Retrospective. Third was SFC Exodus and Commonly taking home fifty bucks. Second Ooh. was Bound and Legend. Bound in second. What the? Uh, One hundred fifty bucks. And first place went to Renegade and Septify taking home three hundred dollars. Well, that's why he got second. Renegade was in there. Renegade. All right. Next up, Europa Halo Halo Five FFA Frenzy. Hopefully, you had that up while you were watching us last week. But here we go. We have the results. In eighth was Ireland, seventh, Elite Master, sixth was Kana DM, fifth was Fabe Speed, fourth, through, third was Kimbo, second, Infest, and first, Legend. Congrats, guys. Next up, the Halo Wars 2v2 22 team tournament. All the twos. So many twos. Um, fourth place was Fish and Sausage. Okay. Third was Mighty and Cars. Second was Shaq and Kobe. Unfortunate they didn't get first. No, because first place went to Alpha Killers. Well, they 
definitely killed because, the alphas. Yeah, Shaq and Kobe. Yep. Who knew they were into Halo Wars? <laughs> God damn. Oh, my God. It's actually really good. I like that. Oh, oh. my God. All right. That does it. Are you okay? Well, look at chat. Oh. Oh, I, hey. I got something to do. <laughs> Go for it. Sorry, listening folks at home. <laughs> Lord, thank you for gifting a sub to Shot. Shot, hope you enjoy your subscription. Enjoy the badge you got next to your name. And don't worry, Dave. I didn't fucking forget. Woo! Very nice. For those who are new, every time there's a new sub, I do a woo. Why did we determine that? I don't know. I forgot. Me too. We just know you have to do it now. Shit. It used to just be a Friday thing at work, but now it's a subscription thing too. Oh. So there's that. That's okay. Hey, Will. Do you want to... Would you like some... Traditional Halo news? Yes, I would, Josh. Oh, I yes, love I would. it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Xbox Series X's <laughs> July first party game showcase may have a date. Woo! Woo, we get a woo from Will. Woo! I want... Woo! 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 <laughs> I want that Halo Infinite news. Come on. Give me something. We're fucking Ric Flair up in this bitch. Woo! <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, my God. This is great. Shots us having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Hell, yeah, man. Thank you for getting the Ric Flair reference, too. Thank you, Lord, as well. God, I love this. Dave says, "Are you, if you ain't watching live, are you even watching? That's the question. Good. Love how this became a woo stream. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> uh, this is by uh, Alessandro Barbosa of GameSpot. Despite launching Xbox 2020 as a monthly event leading up to the launch of the Xbox Series X, Microsoft chose not to host the stream in June. Instead, it redirected efforts towards its July showing, where we know it'll focus on revealing first-party Xbox Series X games. Microsoft has avoided sharing any kind of date for, excuse me, for the event so far, but now it's been reported that it will take place on July 23rd. VentureBeat reporter Jeff Grubb first mentioned the date before Video Game Chronicle corroborated his report with its own sources. The event, while still subject to having its date changed, will showcase first looks at numerous first-party titles in development for the Xbox Series X, with Halo Infinite leading the charge. Games from Forza Horizon developer Playground Games and new studio The Initiative are also expected to be shown. There's always a new racing game. Exactly, and I'll, I'll buy it and play the shit out of it. So, July 23rd, is the expected date for the actual event to take place, which is a Thursday. Okay? Just giving people a heads up. We're not... It's not set in stone. Xbox has not come out with a statement. But... Um, Grub is... He's a valid source within the space. And... It sounds like that's what this is going to be. But in the words of our show, we'll just have to wait and see. 
So before we move on to the next news story, I got to say, uh, my coworker goes on maternity leave like sooner rather than later. So if, if she goes early, it'd be in August. And I wanted to take time off work before she goes, because I'll be alone basically. Um, so I might just take that week off and I'm hoping that it doesn't fucking change because that, yeah, I really hope that's what it is. Um, Lord says this July event is going to be fucking fire. I can't wait. Uh, heavy rainfall says it better be fire, man. It feels like we've been waiting an infinite amount of time for, get the fuck. Okay. Moving on. Halo. Hey, will. Yeah. Halo five on PC. Nah, not really. Nice. You literally went with that. Like, thank you. This is by Spartan and Josh Mankey. Uh, so Josh says, I guess I could see matchmaking on Halo 5 PC happening someday, but likely not, uh, likely not till long after Infinite. Which means this fucker ain't even being worked on. I guarantee this thing ain't even being worked on. No. Um, but yeah, there's a little tease for you if you want that. Um, Dave says, did you guys see the tweet about how we've learned more about Halo Infinite from toys than 343? I giggled. Speaking of toys, what a segue from Dave. Halo Mega Construct sets announced. This is by Tom Jurassic and Pure Genius Lego. There's a few tweets there. There's a lot of new sets and figurines that are coming out. Uh, did, did you see the potential leak by one of the brutes? With Locke's helmet yeah. or whatever? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hope Locke's dead. Fuck him. They have to do, like, I hope if it's, if it is true. Then they now, I believe Xbox came out with a statement saying that it's like, don't, yeah, don't read into it. Somebody from 343 put that out. Yeah. And said, yeah, don't worry about it. But if, if it is true, they have to do it in like a spectacular way. Like it can't be like an intro cut scene or picture this. Ooh. The Flood aren't the only race that mutates. The Brutes are as well. There's a new virus. Now you're going out there. Spartan Locke got the virus. He's becoming a Brute. He's become a Brute of the Banished. He was banished. From the Spartan program. He's now Atriox's right hand man. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go away, Josh. Put the tinfoil cap back. <laughs> oh my god, he was just doing his job. Holy shit. Oh, what's up, Maddie? Oh Maddie, you missed me ditching you. I mean ditching. Do you miss me dissing you? About your fucking lack of merch, bitch. All right, so... <laughs> um, Maddie says, didn't Sketch say that the current images of the toys don't give uh, don't give anything away? That's yeah. what we were mentioning. Yeah, yeah. We... Dave says, I loved Locke. Lord says, I hope Locke is killed in the first 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Shot says, you were the only one, Dave. Halo Infinite, the fly. Oh, my God. Shot says, he was only following orders. Matt, he says, all in due time, Josh, in all caps. Well, you know what? Time is ticking, motherfucker. Josh is getting angry. Where's my motherfucking March Davey Wavy? I don't know why Dave. I called you Davey Wavy. Maddie, where's my merch, man? Maddie. Oh. Maddie. 
just just like release it. You know, got to do it right. Just fucking release it. Maybe he's waiting for Infinite. Boom, new game, new merch. <laughs> You're not wrong. Maddie says, you want me to release it or Dave? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let Dave release it. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's Twitter it's just, <laughs> it's just like I, Halo Australia t- pointing out that Facebook has forums now yeah. <laughs> they just Dave. leak out new shit Dave's, I got this <laughs> yeah. alright alright please please do I laugh so fucking hard on behalf of noobcombo.com I got the inside scoop here's their brand new merch okay Holy shit. MCC development update for June 2020. This is the big boy. This is the big boy. It's the last piece of regular news as well. So um, I cut down the article. I trimmed it down into the, into the things that is, are most are realistically most important uh, to us. So an update on Halo 3 flighting. One update, two extensions, and nearly 350,000 Halo Insider invitations later, the Halo 3 PC flight came to a close on Monday. During this flight, the team got some great feedback from our Halo insiders who submitted tickets, roughly 4,000 in total. With the scale of players and tickets, along with the types of tickets being created, Halo 3 seems to be shaping up solidly on PC. In the flight update that was released last week, the team was able to knock out nearly 100 different bugs, including these two. Improving muffled audio sounds for weapons and voiceovers, and resolving player emblems so they appear accurately on character models. So there you go. Cracking skulls. There's a new skull introduced that is going to be coming out with Halo 3 when Halo 3 releases on MCC for PC. Okay? Do you want to know what this skull does? Sure. It's basically a jetpack in Halo 3. But... When I watched the little video that they included, it's more like, it, it felt more like the movement, it was like the movement of being in, of in Forge, the monitor, mm-hmm. so you can basically go anywhere you want with the trajectory of a jetpack. It was weird. You can make a lot more, you could cover a lot more distance. Sure. So... Did you also see the video that was put out this week with um, the FOV slider on Halo 3? It looked like you were just zooming through the maps. Oh, yeah. It looks like you go a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing at max FOV, I think it's 105, I think. What what the fuck did he just post? Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. <laughs> Literally just a white t-shirt with the old new combo logo on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So yeah, they have a jetpack um skull coming for Halo 3. And it looks awesome. Oh, thank you, Lord. Lord shouted us out on r slash competitive halo on reddit oh awesome thank you man so there's that art and design update 
new customization options are coming. So what can you earn? Well, it's mainly tied to Halo CE. Okay. New visors, like visor colors, will, what the fuck? Visor colors are the best thing ever. How would you not, how would you not want this? You can have blues and reds and greens and rainbows, you know, visors. That's it for the show. Thank you very much for joining. Hope you had a good one. (laughs) Weapon skins, Will. They're a thing. They're coming. And so are vehicle skins. (laughs) Not a fan. You don't like them? No. Why not? Doesn't seem to place right into Halo. So here's a question. This is a serious question. Okay. So you say, I I agree with you that it doesn't feel like they fit well in, in the Halo scene. Yeah. But I also kind of feel that way about Warzone. Like when you get into a vehicle in Warzone and your skin gets applied to it, it yeah. just doesn't look natural at all. Yeah. But it does work in that case. Sure. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, yes, it doesn't look like it fits, but I think it could be really funny to see just some bedazzled looking scorpions running around. You know, it just, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it could be. It's a, it's a way to express yourself within the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it could be cool that they're, so they're starting with CE. They don't know if they're going to be expanding to other games in terms of this type of style of customization. I imagine they will. But uh, there's a question in the article that asks about, is there a reason why we started with Halo CE in this customization front and not a different title? And they answered that. So there's information for you there. But, um, yeah, you'll be able to customize the look of both UNSC and Covenant weapons. So so for me, like, weapon skins and stuff. So the main game, the first game that I played that really had them was, was PUBG, right? It came out with weapon and I never equipped them because I was the type of person where like, I don't want another player to know if that's a static spawn or if that was picked up by someone. That's you know what point. I mean? That's like, a good point. Yeah. And I guess in a, in a shooter like that, it wouldn't matter much, but. But then you also like your, your appearance matters in that game too. Like how well you hide. Yeah. How well you remain hidden. So mm-hmm. if you have like a flashy gun and whatnot, people may be able to make that out. Right. If, yeah. So you, you may you might be easier to spot, which could be a disadvantage. So, I don't know. Like, the first weapon skin they gave out for PUBG was a orange weapon skin, which I thought was funny, considering it is a hide game. Uh, right, you know, tactical shooter. Tactical shooter, and mm-hmm. you have an orange weapon, which is easy to spot. Right, it's like when you go hunting, and it shows, like, hey, don't shoot me, I have this, right? Yep. Um, Lord Relay says, I was watching a video where someone made a great point about the downside of all these customization options being tied to a progression system. It makes it hard for machinima and content creators to use these assets from day one. They have to grind the game before they can put them to use in content. I can definitely see that as being an issue, Lord. My one... like I, There's no getting around that. I, I understand that completely. And there's... Yeah, that's that's not great. The only thing I can say is that they did announce that they're going to allow you... There, there's going to be a system implemented within this new update for when the second season releases to allow you to better choose which unlock you want instead of having to go through the, the process that they set out 
Because that's what we, we complained about that a lot. Why give us the points if you just unlock the next thing in line anyway? Exactly. So there's going to be a systems change in the new update that will allow you to better pick what you want. I'm not entirely certain how that's going to work out. I don't know if you're literally going to be able to pick whatever you want out of it. It might be a tier base. So where you could pick out one thing from that tier before like you have all tiers unlocked and then you move to the next tier. I don't know. I literally don't know, but there is a way to somewhat circumvent that depending upon the scenario. It's not great. Don't get me wrong, but that is hopefully a little bit better. Um, Shot says pink warthogs. Dave says, I want my face on the front of a hog picture this way. Green skins on the red truck would let you hide in a bush better. They says, do that for Halo 5, you cowards. All right. Uh, Shot says, HLG returns. I'm wondering with this new progression system. Yes. And I don't want to say there was outrage with Halo 5, but there was unrest with Halo 5 not being able to choose what you unlock. Like, Dave still doesn't have Helljumper, right? Just thought I'd... Still can't fucking believe he doesn't have hell jumper. But that's but the I one mean, thing he wanted, right? So yeah. maybe ho- I'm, a, I'm hoping in Infinite, if there is customization like this, we'll have a point system that we can choose to unlock what we want. Literally just like Halo Reach. That's what I know you didn't play it yeah. at the time, but that was how Reach's customization was. Is that when you earned enough credits, yep. you and now granted, you still had to like level up. Um to unlock the ability to purchase uh, more Seven items. Up, yeah. Um, but if you had the amount of credits and you were high enough level, you could buy the one thing that you wanted. So yes, I agree that they should probably do that for infinite giving you a better visual to be, this is what I need to do in order to get something. Yeah. You could have things we've talked about before. You could have things locked behind uh, specific achievements challenges in the game so on and so forth just credits themselves there's multiple ways that they could go about it but um dave says i would argue that i would want the overwatch style here's a box but here's uh some credit to get what you want so kind of like have a uh i'm gonna be i don't want to say best of both worlds because a lot of people hate loot boxes yeah but just be having the ability to have both systems in place i guess I mean, you could have, you could have caches on the map. Like if it's, if it's a more open style, because we don't know, like we don't know if it's an open world or whatnot, we're speculating, but if it is a more open area, right? Maybe there are places for exploration and there are caches sitting there. Sounds like destiny. It could be. I, that's what I'm saying, right? I just <laughs> yeah. don't know. Yeah. But, uh, it, it, it could be cool. I, you, you've talked about in previous episodes where you'd want, you said you'd like it to be open world, right? Am I right in that? Yeah. An open world I, style game? Yeah, but I've kind of been... I've been back and forth in it a little bit because Halo's never been open world. It's do the campaign missions. In yeah, it's it, been but, linear. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be fine. Is that we've talked about it before, but we have new people listening and so on and so forth. I'd be... I'd like maybe a hub world kind of like ODST did, but better, obviously. And because one of the cool things about Halo 3 ODST is that there were bunkers that were locked behind 
gates that you'd have to go unlock. And then when you did, like there may be a vehicle in there, like a couple of mongooses or a couple of ghosts. There could be a good weapon in there to use in the overworld. So having a big hub that you could explore, different things happen depending upon like if there's different events that go on. It could be it could be cool. Um Shot says I did like the CR system from Reach, but it was really grindy towards the end. Overwatch system would be awesome if they implemented it the right way. And Dave said, people hate loot boxes, but people uh, also hate games where you have a shit ton of credit with nothing to spend it on. All us Sea of Thieves. Okay. Um, quickly, a couple points I want to hit on. Weapon skins. So if a player has a weapon skin on their weapon and they die and they drop that weapon, that skin is still applied to it. Mm-hmm. So when you pick it up, you'll be able to see that skin. Um. Oh, wait, hold on. So if this weapon is dropped, it will retain the look of that skin until a player with a different skin picks it up, in which case it'll change. But if you don't have it, it'll show it. And then, yeah, vehicle skins, you can change both UNSC and Covenant vehicles. So that's cool. Same thing. If a vehicle is exited, it will retain the look of that skin until a player with a different skin enters the driver's seat, in which case it changes to the custom skin that the player has set. And then, some people in the flight have recognized an option that toggles on and off for skins. You touched on this earlier, but can you explain a bit what that option will do for players in the game? In the event a player does not like the look of the new skins, we have added a new option to the gameplay tab that allows players to opt out of seeing the new skins. It's called the new skins, it is called new skins and it is enabled by default. Toggling this to disabled will only show the original Halo CE weapons, vehicles, and visors for the player on their machine, regardless of what option the other players have set. All players who have this option enabled will see the new skins. So there you go. And then the state of the game with Farns. Dave says, no, brute, wait, brute vehicles, no road rollers. This is for Halo CE only. And... Roots weren't in C, so no. Top community reported issues. Xbox performance. No shit, this is still reported. This thing is a disaster. We're continuing to investigate and improve performance issues on Xbox. Up to this will be coming along with each game release. Okay. Pistol spread for Halo CE multiplayer with higher FPS. Initial results for the changes will be rolled out with the Halo 2 launcher overall positive. We'll continue to monitor, but for now, we're moving this from active status. Well, according to uh, Silas, this shit ain't fixed, so... But apparently it is. Audio issues. Most reported issues for Reach should be fixed in the next update with Halo 3's release. If the changes are positively received, this will be removed from the list in the next blog. There's a lack of period there. Mouse input. This is an area of the game that we'll continue to monitor and improve upon where we can. If you're encountering issues with this, submit a ticket. Idle stops matchmaking. This is still on our list, but nothing new to share on this one as we try to tackle higher priority issues. Achievement issues and support tickets. They're still working on it. And then hit registration. We started an initial investigation a few weeks back, as you as you have now read above. While this is not one of our top issues coming into the support ticket system, it has been a long-standing complaint for many in the community, so it is being added to the list. We'll continue to investigate, share our findings with you, and hopefully be able to flight some potential changes in the near future. Global features and development status. Actively in development. Progression system improvements, including challenges. 
UI UX improvements around navigation, roster customization, and many more areas of the game. View model adjustment, Steam account linking, in-game FPS caps and adjustments, customization improvements, PC file share, and additional video settings and options. In design iteration. Custom game browser. It's being looked at. Input-based matchmaking. Also being looked at. Looked. Yeah. Regional server selection. Cross-play between Xbox and PC. That's... Is it on the shelf still or is it being looked at? Well, it's still being looked at. But can we, like, bump that fucker up, please? That'd be great. Additional mod support. Text chat improvements, better ways to report players, and double key binds for all games. And then in the backlog refinement, wait, in the backlog pending further discussions. VFR improvements to reach and H2A. Idle system improvements. Bringing PC features to consoles. <laughs> like FOV sliders. Yeah. Additional accessibility support. Split screen on PC. Oh. This has been added back to the backlog based on community feedback and HDR support on PC, which has also been added back to the backlog. You know what I don't fucking understand? This this is a little ranty Josh here. Just a second. Just a second. Just a second. One. Fuck (laughs) off. So on the Xbox Series X, I mean, the, the Xbox One X. What the fuck am I talking about? On the Xbox One X. There's going to be so much confusion. It, it, I already am. There is HDR support on MCC. I don't understand. This is just a small little nitpicky thing, but I don't understand how this wasn't uh, a main driving point to be in the PC feature list upon release. I just don't get it. Yes, Not everybody takes advantage of HDR. I get it. Okay. I completely understand. Not everybody has an HDR monitor. Okay. It's probably because not a lot of people use these technologies. So they didn't bother with it right away. I get it. But I'm just surprised they didn't have a little bit more focus on that to be something that released. I just don't get it. Yeah. Okay. So there's some talk in the chat about the pizza skin. I just have a question. The pizza AR. Oh, in Halo 5? Yeah. Is this is is that skin the reason people send pizza to 343 all the time now? Or is that something so. else? I think that was something else. Okay. I think it was a tweet that they put out or something. Gotcha. Oh, wait. They were partnered with like a pizza. Oh. Dave says it was a tweet. Yep. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Got it. I don't know. Lord says, I wonder if this option will be an infinite. People who hate the new pizza AR skin won't have to see it. It'd be cool. It'd be cool to give you the option. More options are better, so I'm hopeful. Hey, Will, that's it for the regular Halo news. God, another game's watch! <laughs> You made that real awkward. Just say it. Well, how? How did I make that awkward? How? Uh, never mind. Just freaking go. Let's go. Okay, apparently, Maybe. I made it awkward. My you bad. Pause. You didn't do it like. I was waiting for you to press the button. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I thought it was a thing. 
Okay. I thought you were waiting for me. I was waiting for you. Yeah, we were just awkwardly waiting. <laughs> Challenger Series postseason format has been announced by the COD League. Challenger's postseason format. New Challenger's postseason format will include a last chance qualifiers event and finals event. All competitions will take place online in three regions, NA, EU, and APAC. Combined prize pool of $500,000. Last chance qualifier. Saturday, August 1st and Sunday, August 2nd. Open sign up online to qualify. NA qualifier. Top 24 challengers points teams go straight into the finals event. Eight teams qualify via last chance qualifier. EU qualifier. Same thing. And then APAC qualifier. Top 12 challengers points teams go straight into the finals event with four teams qualifying via the last chance qualifier. The finals. Dates to be determined to be announced soon. Rosters that auto quality... All... Rosters that auto-qualify for finals are based on rosters from last challenger's event, the Toronto Home Series Tournament. The top 32 NA teams will play in a double elimination bracket for $250,000. The top 32 EU teams will play in a double elimination bracket for $200,000. And the top 16 APAC teams will play in a double elimination bracket for $50,000. Ain't no fucking chump change in the Call of Duty League, I can tell you that much. Nope. God damn. Challenger Series. Yeah. $500,000 prize pool for a Challenger Series. The uh, the, the thing I kind of noticed, too, with some of the Challengers teams is, um, like, Tiny, who is part of Rocker, plays in those as well. So he's like... He's like, and he's in that in-between mode where he's like, I think he's over being an amateur, but he's not quite a pro yet. Like he's, he's like just there. Right. And we've seen, we've seen a lot of these franchise teams have extensions into the challenger series as well. Yeah. It's like they're, it's like they're freaking their, their college to the NFL, you know? Absolutely. That was a perfect, that was perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Um, Dave says a new Tarkov episode came out yesterday too. Will I heard about it? Didn't have time to watch it, so I need to. Maybe I'll do that later today. Dave says Hyperscape. Oh, that br. The Ubisoft br. The Ubisoft br. So I didn't include this in here. Probably I should have, but whatever. Uh, I was watching Golden Boy play it, and I've been reading his tweets about it, and he said that to him. He thinks he's, it's finally clicked with him where it's an arena shooter, but with a BR format. Sure. So he enjoys it more now. He said that uh, the sniper is the sniper and the machine gun, I think he's what he said, are incredibly overpowered. There's like a, it's almost like an LMG and it's, yeah, super overpowered. Cool. So hopefully they fucking fix that. Um, but no, the movement looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the art style, but to each their own. I mean, it's new. So, um, yeah, I was watching, of, of course, Lupo play it. Yeah, I watched, yeah, too. And uh, he had a gun that did like AOE effect, like damage effect, right? Area damage effect. Yeah, area of effect. So he would, he would just, he would shoot that. And like if someone was in a building, he'd just shoot that in there and then just bull rush with a machine gun and just, he was mowing people down. He had like a 21 kill game. Okay. So. Uh, Dave says it's overpowered at max level and he likes the whole crown element 
less about getting kills at the end. Yes. So for those who don't know, um, there's a crown that spawns uh, towards the end of the game uh, when the a certain amount of teams are left, maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you have to hold on. It, you have two ways you can win the game. You can kill everybody, traditional, right? Yep. Or you can grab the crown, and if you hold it for, I think, 45 seconds, you win. you win the game. So you must be marked when you have it. You do. Yep, you are. You, you can clearly see. Um, at the final circle, the crown spawns. That's what Dave says. Um, and then Lord says, an arena shooter with a BR format, my quote, uh, that sounds like something Infinite might be able to capitalize on if people find that enjoyable, the potential is there. So, Lord, we talked about the uh, BR and Halo thing. I, If it came out, I'd play it because it's Halo related. Um, and there is obviously a market to capitalize on. Warzone is apparently doing gangbusters. Um, Fortnite still is played all the time. Um, still one of the top games on Twitch still. So yeah, I mean, they could definitely capitalize on the market. I, I'd be fine if they wanted to focus some, I mean, maybe they're working on it right now. Who the hell knows? It's just, if it comes out, I just hope the base game is good, obviously. And then I, I hope that if a BR does come out that I hope that's good too. I just hope it's all good. The thing I'm worried about from the community is if a BR comes out, A, if it's not polished, it's fucked. If it comes, if a BR comes out in and in matchmaking's fucked, well then the BR's instantly bad because matchmaking's fucked. There's going to be like that, you know what I mean? Or, or you know, BR caused matchmaking to be horrible because they focus uh, resources on the BR. and Or let's just say that it's really fucking good. Yeah. And everybody moves to that. And then the population decreases in the typical multiplayer side. Possible. And you don't see that with Call of Duty because Call of Duty is Call of Duty, right? Yeah, and you have cross-platform play too, so mm-hmm. you just don't have to worry about that. But with Halo being on one platform, well, I mean one like one company's platform, not just Xbox Series X or Xbox One. It's on multiple of those, but I don't know. Um, Dave says, oh, I don't know where I saw this, but if they do a BR, the circle better be the covenant glassing the area. That'd be fucking dope, actually. Lord says, I would play a Halo BR, but would go back to Arena 99% of the time because that's what I love. Like I said, it's just, I hope that they, they're going to do what they want to do. Obviously. I just hope with whatever they fucking come out with, it's really good. <laughs> I don't know. My, I guess... They're that, they're, yeah, they're gonna like you said. They're gonna do what they want to do. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think because in in most BRs there's some form of form of armor, which we do have shields in Halo. But without a shield, you're like one or two shot, which wouldn't be fun in a BR sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so then do you go? Do you spawn them with shields and then have to pick up? Um, some sort of like overshield, but that it couldn't be as strong as a normal overshield because then you're getting shot. So they did increase time to kill in Warzone versus typical Call of Duty multiplayer. Sure. Because it takes a while to get armor completely off. It takes more shots than you'd think. Mm-hmm. And it also takes more shots to take somebody down. And it also takes more shots to fully kill somebody in a downed state than it would in a traditional multiplayer of Call of Duty. Yeah. So they could... 
They could balance it. Yeah, they could just increase time to kill than typical Halo multiplayer. Um, Dave says, you could spawn with shields, but the upgrades would be the shield rate and amount. So like the shield yeah, yeah. recharge rate and amount. It's true. So you could always have a shield no matter what. Or just, like you said, spawn with... Because I'm, I'm thinking like if you drop in as an ODST... Right, you're not gonna have shields, but then you can pick up armor that would give you some sort of shield. True. And then you could, yeah, the more maybe armor pieces you pick up, the more shield you have. I don't know, something to that effect. Or if you just have like shield components. Yeah. Line. I don't know. That's a, that's a good point. I don't know how they do it. Um, Lord says, Lord asks, you guys think that with the Slipspace engine, 3 for 3 would like to churn out an arena multiplayer element of Halo every year, kind of like what COD does to keep the interest engagement up? It'd be nice, but I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. I think that, to me, I made the joke countless times, it's dead now, but the I, I say infinite possibilities, right, with this release of this game. I truly believe, in the back of my mind, that... The reason why they named this Halo Infinite is to have it not necessarily be a live service game, but a game in which comes out at the full $60 and then they can continually patch, add content to, whether it be free map packs, whatever it is. Maybe, this is a huge maybe, and this is just, I don't even think this would happen but maybe they could do like a, like expansions, like a story expansion, making it more of a live service type thing. But I think the reason why they named it infinite is to have that possibility open. Sure. And in terms of Lord Relay's question of the slip space engine, they did say that the reason why they're using this new engine that they developed is to allow them to make changes more quickly. Yeah. So hopefully that, is what that would allow them to do. I can agree. Awesome. Um, Dave says, the concern with you being ODST is that uh, you'd have to feel real different from the multiplayer and it could lose the casual element. But like I, I mean, I like the idea of being ODST. That's like what general, like, like I've been playing PUBG more and you, you drop in no gun, no weapon, no armor, no helmet, nothing. You just drop in and you're, just a person, and you have to run and find all these things. It's true. Dave says, I wonder if part of the reason why they call it infinite is because the campaign is forgeable, so people, uh, as well, so people can create fan missions and such. Who knows? It's a good point, too. I don't know. I just think it gives them, I think it leaves more doors open than closes. Yeah. So, I'm excited, I'm genuinely excited for what they're going to do, and, and, we, like you said, Will, we really do hope that they continually add stuff to the game over time. And I know I keep making Destiny references. Like, I get it. But hear me out here. So Destiny is going to be doing the uh, DCV, the Destiny Content Vault, with the release of uh, Beyond Light in the fall. Yeah. Right? Halo Infinite comes out. They, over the next... Let's say, let's say every year, right? Throughout the year, every few months, they do a content update. New, actually new maps, okay? Man, they can throw a remake in there of one or two if they want to. Just one or two. 
to make some fans happy, but keep it new primarily, right? Mm-hmm. Then at the end of the year, um, they announce their next year's roadmap or whatever it's going to be, and they take some of the maps that are not as played as well or not received as well, and they put them away. And they're like, we're taking these out of the rotation. We're going to put emphasis on the new maps that we're putting out. That way you don't have to see this one the same 50 times in a row that you've already seen it when the game first came out. We're done, right? Yeah. And then maybe they could tweak them based off feedback. They could bring them back later, or they can just keep introducing new stuff. But keeping things fresh by just continually recycling out, putting in new, so on and so forth. Mobeta Feta, welcome. Says, greetings from the Bama Lamp. Bama Lamp up! Um, but yeah. Alabama, Jesus Christ, Dave. Good job. Good job. Okay, let's move on. The head of Xbox Live, Dan McCulloch, leaves Microsoft. This is by Asher Madan of Windows Central. Do you just catch up on chat there? <laughs> the fucking beach towel. Jesus, Dan. Dave Christ. Okay. Today, Dan McCulloch, the head of Xbox Live, announced that he is leaving Microsoft. He said on Twitter, quote, After 15 years at Xbox, I announced today that I'll be leaving. I made so many friends, learned so much, and truly had a blast. I'm extremely excited about the next opportunity in my career, and I will be announcing that very soon. You all will be pumped, end quote. McCulloch has made a number of contributions to Xbox Live over the years, and he'll be missed. His departure follows years of record growth for Microsoft's gaming services during a time where its network became truly fundamental to its Xbox console family. It's unclear who will replace him as head, of, as head of Xbox Live, but we'll keep you posted as soon as we know more. Then, So, good luck to him. Uh, 15 years. That's insane. And when you think about that, it's 2020. That was 2005. As the head of Xbox Live, 2005. Hold on. Yep. See if that was a, that was the start. Halo Two came out in 04. Mm-hmm. so he was there, realistically from the fucking get go, and that that's insane. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to that entire Xbox Live team for making something truly remarkable and ahead of its time at that time. Nothing had been seen like it before. Dreamcast tried, <laughs> but dr- what's, what's, the, what's the phrase? Um, fuck, I'm forgetting. I don't know either. I don't know what you're going at. Something to walk for something to fly or something like that? Oh. I don't know. Either way, congratulations. To, that's, that's incredible. And then another legend has left their respective space as well. This is the name of this article is it's hard to say goodbye. This is by Andy McNamara of formerly of game informer. I was 19 when the first issue of game informer released back in 1991. For me, it was a dream come true. There I was in print official. I had done something and my parents thought was possible. I turned my love of video games into a job by some miracle I had that job my whole adult life. I worked hard, moved up, and had the pleasure of being part of Game Informer every step of the way. However, this is where that journey ends. After 327 issues, this will be my last one. I'm stepping away from games journalism. 
I've had the time of my life here. I owe some of my best friends and most memorable experiences to this, experiences to this place. Countless people throughout the in, this industry have inspired me, believed in me, trusted me, and ultimately fought with me to make Game Informer the best we can make it. Things were not always easy. We had a long road to success with plenty of challenges, but I was always proud of the Game Informer team spirit that could fight through anything. Over the last 29 years, I've had the privilege to work with so many talented and amazing people. Andy Reiner, your new editor-in-chief, and I worked side-by-side side for 26 years. Month after month, issue after issue. I don't have the space here to individually thank everyone who has woven into Game Informer's history, but you can find their names in every issue over the decades. And I'm always happy to tell stories about our adventures together. I am not leaving the game industry, so my time with these lovely people or you is not done. It will just no longer take place under the Game Informer banner unless they invite me to be a guest on one of their shows. Please! To the fans of Game Informer, there's no way for me to convey the depth of my gratitude for your support. From print and online to our shows and podcasts, you have always been the reason we do what we do. You are all part of the Game Informer family. The team here is so talented, you will barely notice my absence. Please support them in all they do. It is just time for me to try something new. I love you, Game Informer fam, and I always will. Cheers. P.S. I'm not dead. You can follow me on Twitter at TheRealAndyMC. Let's talk games. Special shout out to my uh, Funko Land peeps. Drops the mic. No fucking Funko Land. <laughs> All right. The final news story of the week. NBA 2K21. The price is $10 more expensive on Xbox Series X and PS5. This is by Christopher Dring of GameIndustry.biz. NBA 2K21 will have a recommended price of $69.99 USD when it launches on PS5 and Xbox Series X this year. That's $10 more than the PS4 and Xbox One version, which is a recommended price of $59.99 USD. It's the first hint that the next generation may lead to higher software prices as development costs are expected to increase with the new machines. The Xbox One and PS4 uh, versions are due out on September 4th, with the PS5 and Xbox Series X editions set to launch alongside the new machines later this year. 2K says the more expensive versions have been, quote, built from the ground up for next-generation consoles, end quote. The issue around game pricing was discussed by former PlayStation executive Sean Layden during the Game Lab conference last month. He told attendees at the event, quote, It's been $59.99 since I started in this business, but the costs of games have gone up 10 times. If you don't have elasticity on the price point, but you have huge volatility on the cost line, the model becomes more difficult. I think this generation is going to see those two imperatives collide, end quote. Layden said that one solution to the rising cost of development was to create shorter games. There you go. All right. What do you think? The 10 bucks I'm not too concerned about. It sucks, but everything's gone up in the, in the time we've been paying $60 for games. And cartridge games used to be that price. Sure, yeah. Like on the N64, they used to be that expensive. So, so all right, 2K. They're really pissing me off. You don't like microtransactions? Not, well, not okay. Yeah, this game heavily relies on microtransactions. They're online. Uh, your your two K your player. Yeah, the my player model. It's pay to win. If you can, you can just pay to upgrade your character and be the best. That's shitty. This isn't what what's pissing me off. So if you've looked at two K, what they're doing. To me, 
it feels like they're taking advantage of Kobe's passing. They're releasing the Mamba Forever Edition. Mamba Forever Edition. But here's the thing. Two different covers. Two different covers for two different consoles or for two different generations. Yeah. So his, his uh, when he was younger and then when he was older, the two jersey numbers that he had, right? Correct. Yeah. So there's uh, there's a different set for the PS4. There's a different set for the PS5 and Xbox, respectively. It really feels like, you know, if you're a Kobe fan and you like... Uh, oh, you're probably going to buy both. You're, you're going to buy both. They're... they're they're freaking using that to upsell their game, which is, it just doesn't seem right to me. It's really shitty. Um, like Joey, my buddy Joey still has the, the 2K that Kobe was originally on and he still has all that stuff. So like he wants to keep the collection going. But Absolutely. Now, he's got, now he's got to pay for two, the same game twice when I believe they're doing the whole, if you buy it on, you know, Xbox, you can play it. Or if you buy it on Xbox one, you can buy, play it on series X. He's still going to want both those hard cases, right? Or the, both yeah. both those art styles, um, and it really kind of pushes you away from a digital edition of a of a game because then you can't have the physical collectible things with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't like what Two K is doing at all with this. It kind of it pissed me off a little bit. It seems cheap. It just sucks. I agree. Dave asks, what if the cover is reversible? Like if like on on the PS4 version they have the the other cover on the other side? Yeah. I D- just what if the Mamba edition had a reversible cover? Then it would both be on the like if the, the editions were the same, I'd be fine with it. Okay. Because then like yes, I get it. They're trying to honor Kobe. Yeah. But to do it this way where it's like no, it's shitty. Entice, enticing you to buy two copies of their game. I agree. I think it's awesome that they are doing something to uh The fuck am I trying to say? You already said it. I'm not even going to say anything. It's but yes, it is very shitty based based off the business model looks like they're taking an approach of right now. Yeah. Um Moving on from 2K specifically, do you think this is what it's going to be? Do you think that next-gen games, it just started with 2K, but do you think next-gen games are going to be $69.99? I think so. I think they will be. Yeah? Yeah. I think that, to be just blatantly honest, I'm surprised that games have been the price that they have been for as long as they have been. Well, that's why the whole microtransaction thing came up. It was a way for game makers to make more money right? with their games. That like, Absolutely. The, like, they may have been selling at a, at, at a loss at 60 bucks, but then making up money other way. Oh, yeah. Otherwise. You look at Madden Ultimate Team, they yeah. are running it. And you look at uh, FIFA Ultimate Team as mm-hmm. well, that's... Oh my God, the amount of money that they, they, I think uh, they had a report that came out that because uh, all these countries and, and people were doing petitions and whatnot, be like, no, remove the microtransactions from your game. They're like, it's about child gambling and whatnot. Like, I get it. I fully respect that. That's not something I'm downplaying. But the, their financial report came out the amount of money that they make on FIFA alone via microtransactions is fucking insane. I believe it. 
It's and that's the thing. I believe it too. It's just when you look at the number, you're like, what the fuck? And then you just add Madden on top of that. No way they're going to stop um, that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? NHL as well. Yeah, they're it? never going to stop that. MLB the show. It's not EA, but like MLB the show. You, and these games come out every year. Every year. Every fucking year. Oh, my God. Um, Dave says, if a game does not have other versions, I believe it will be sixty nine ninety nine. Right. Like sixty nine ninety nine will be base. And then, oh, you want the ultimate edition. You want Here's, the gold edition where you can play three days early? Yeah. ninety nine ninety nine. Bitch. I mean, we already see that now. It might be oh, one one nineteen ninety nine. Could be one forty nine ninety nine. Oh, uh, maybe not. One ninety nine ninety nine. Maybe for the collector's edition with all the little figures and all. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. You. I'm sorry. You mean one nineteen ninety five? That there you got to go. save that five cents. Uh, no, it's. Um, Lord says if they if they can keep moving the cost of games up, even third-party developers, it advances the subscription, the subscription model. I wouldn't be surprised if EA Access takes a monthly price uh, to play all the new games. What's up, Hero? Welcome back. But they still won't remove the, the microtransactions. So we've talked about it weeks ago where Microsoft's moneymaker is their services. Yeah. Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass, Windows, Right? Sure. They make their money off of their services that they provide. Office 365. It's, you, yeah, they want you to buy their hardware. Don't get me wrong. They'd love if you bought a Surface Book or a Surface Laptop or, you know, any, an Xbox, whatever it is. But their money makers are their services. So, regardless if game prices go up, Lord, I mean, like you're getting at here, they would use that, Microsoft specifically, they could use that as a pushing point for Xbox game pass like, Oh, brand new next gen games. What are going to be current gen games are going to be 69 99 MSRP baseline, right? You can buy Forza motorsport eight or nine, whatever Forza horizon, whatever it's going to be. You can buy that 69 99 base price or get the other additions, blah, blah, blah. Or you can pay nine 99 or whatever it is a month for Xbox game pass. And you get the ultimate edition in there. There you go. Yeah. I've kind of come to the mindset because like, I didn't like paying the $9.99 a month. And I was like, wait a second. If I play one game that I would have bought and then just put, put away for the rest of the year, it's already paying for itself there. You know, yep. I didn't have to pot, buy that game. So exactly. I, I mean, yeah. Upping the, the, the price of games would just reinforce that even more. Yep. Um, but then could they turn around and say, games are more expensive. Give me seven more bucks a month. Right. I, I hope that's not what they do. Uh, I am currently a subscriber to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for 15 a month. Mm -hmm. The reason why is because you get Game Pass, obviously, but I I have Xbox Live, right? Yeah. I play with friends on Xbox Live. And instead of paying 10 bucks a month for that, I'd rather just pay 15 and get access to the games anyway. Yep. So there it is. They have me hooked. I probably will never cancel, ever. If Xbox Live remains a thing, which it will, because they love their services, I'll continue to pay for it forever. But... That's just, that's just it. Um, Dave says, this might sound bad, but I would support the subscription model with microtransactions upon first glance. I would get more out of the game for the same price if so. The, the thing that I like, and I don't even play many games off the service, but the thing that I like that Apple Arcade, they do specifically. You pay 
I think it's five bucks a month. You get access to all their games on their arcade service. And there's no microtransactions at all in any of the games. And that includes games that used to have microtransactions. They just completely got rid of them and you earn everything through gameplay. Now, obviously with Xbox Game Pass and whatnot, these are bigger titles we're talking about here. But that could be something that could be cool to see where, hey, we've worked with the developers of these games. If you get Xbox Game Pass, there's no microtransactions in these. You earn everything through playing them. Now that could not work too. I'm just I'm just spitballing so yeah, here. For me, um, with a subscription service, my whole thing with microtransactions is, I don't actually own this game. Why am I going to spend more money into a game I might not um, keep? You know, keep. Or if I if I do ever decide to end my service, I feel like my microtransactions went to waste because I can never go back and access it. Absolutely. Um, Lord and Heavy are, are talking about how great Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is, which yeah. it is. Not even like Microsoft fanboys or anything. It's just a good service all around. Um, Dave says he shit himself when it came to PC. That was awesome. Yeah, it is cool. So it sounds like sixty nine ninety nine might be the... The new price. The new, the new, new. Um, which is tough, though, because in the current... North America, U.S. specifically, the current economic issue is, you know, people are furloughed, laid off from their jobs more more than ever. You're going to come out with a new price point that might deter people from buying your your new systems. Sure. It's another way to look at it. Right. So you have to balance that. But if games are $69.99, have you heard of Xbox Game Pass? Yeah. <laughs> it's only nine ninety nine. I got you. But that's not every game. Oh, I know. I know. But... Typically, and you know this too, typically when people are buying the new box, they want the game, the games for that box. Um, unless you typically only play sports games, in which case you get the console that you want to play on. But, yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, Davey says, I will argue that their application is absolutely shit. Yeah, the Xbox beta app is shit. Still is. Um. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. I'm 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 excited and anxious because I feel like we have to get we have to get um a price point soon on these consoles. We have to. And it sounds like August is gonna be the play. I sh- I should have included this too, I didn't, but uh I don't I don't know if you saw this or not. Chat included. Um the the project scarlet i think is what their the code name is right now but the xbox series s scarlet was what the um wasn't that the project scarlet wasn't that the xbox 1x uh, oh that was scorpio yeah there was scorpio. A, there was a scorpio and then there a lockhart was... lockhart is series s my bad um so regardless, the Xbox Series S, codenamed Lockhart, they're supposedly going to do a reveal in August, which makes me believe that those price points for both are coming. 
both as in the Xbox family and the Sony family. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be in August. I don't know who the fuck goes first. I have a feeling you're going to be going digital this this console. Yeah. Round. Yep. No more physical games. I I will get a Series X because something tells me that the Series S is not going to have one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the smaller, cheaper console. I think they're going to get rid of the disc drive on that. Yeah. But I'm going to get a Series X because we still watch 4K Blu-rays in the living room. Yeah, that's what I I need. I don't even have a 4K Blu-ray player yet. I think that'll be my next. Sure. The Series X will will be that for me. Awesome. And then I think I'm going to do the digital version of the PS5. Yeah. Because I only use that for exclusives, mm-hmm. and it looks better without the disc drive anyway. <laughs> It do, yeah, it does look really cool. <laughs> um, oh, let's catch up on chat here for a second. 2021 is when GameStop becomes the new Blockbuster and goes under. Oh, I rest in peace, Blockbuster, man. I miss fucking Blockbusters, dude. I don't miss their late fees. I just miss them in general. GameStop has been changing, though. If, oh, yeah. If you go into a GameStop now. They're Collectible Central. Coll- yeah, Collectible yeah, collectible Central. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, they still have T-shirts, collectibles. Um, you can get rock band equipment there still, which is kind of crazy to hear about. Um, <laughs> Dave says Blockbuster told Netflix to fuck off. <laughs> they did. They could have bought Netflix. I mean, Netflix did the whole... DVD thing for a while too, like DVD Blu-ray thing. Do Do they? I think I think you still can get DVDs from Netflix. Crazy to me. I wonder how Redbox is doing. I know they exist. I just don't know how they're doing. You know? Yeah, I don't really go there anymore. I used to all the time. Uh They lost eight billion dollars of worth in one year. Holy shit! GameStop, FYE, and half of Barnes & Noble are all the same. Pop entertainment collectible stores. Yep. They are. When console started digital downloads, Redbox is owned by Walmart. They are fine. Yeah, it makes sense. Also, uh, did you guys hear Voodoo, who used to be owned by Walmart, is now uh, under uh, Fandango. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're not going anywhere either. So, thankfully. I've actually been using Voodoo more recently. I love them. Love Um, them. Service is so good. I've been doing some of the theater at home rentals just to get some something new to watch. Sure. It's, yeah. I mean, paying 20 bucks at home kind of sucks, but I'm not, I'm not spending 50 bucks on concessions. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Dave says Barnes and Noble will be fine. If it wasn't for COVID people love physical books still. Absolutely. Yes, very true. Absolutely. My kid fucking loves physical books. That's for sure. She likes to chew on them. She does she just likes to read them, but yes, chew on them. She does. Yep. <laughs> um, Lord says Series S to compete with the PS5 Digital Edition. Sounds like it. That that's I to me it sounds like I don't know. So when when the when Sony did their PS5 announcement, right? They they showed both side by side as yep. in they both have these same internals. The only thing different is the disk drive being gone. Yeah. Xbox came out with their announcement of the Series X being this is the most powerful console ever. That's their tagline, right? Mm-hmm. They're not saying that about the Series S. No, I think so. I, th- I don't think the S is just digital. It's it's going to be a little bit less powerful. Yeah, it's going to be less powerful. It's slim. I think 
PlayStation is doing the same thing. Like they're having a slim version that's or whatever that's not going to have as much. Maybe. I, I don't know. I thought I heard that somewhere. You think they could come out with that at a later time? Possible. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I thought it was an I thought it was a great and ballsy move what Sony did coming right out of the gate and saying, "Look, we're going to have two SKUs. One doesn't have a disk drive because guess what? People like to save money and some people literally just don't need a disk drive anymore." Yeah. People gave Xbox so much shit for coming out with the Xbox One S all digital edition. People gave them so much shit, right? When realistically, they not as bad here, but they may have pulled a Dreamcast moment where they were ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. It was cheaper. And it was, still is. But people still like a little bit more of their physical media a lot of people st- still had the bad taste in their mouth from Dan Matrick, the piece of shit. Yeah. I right? think that's what really. Yes, it did. That really stained it. Stain- yeah. It was horrible. But PS5, uh, Sony coming out of the gate and being like, nah, this is going to be the way of the future, guys. If we continually come out with consoles, there will be a main SKU that does not have a disk drive anymore because that's just the way things are going. So here you go. We're going to give you the option right out of the gate. Xbox coming out with their Series X first, something tells me that that Series S is not going to have a disk drive and it's going to be slightly less powerful. How less powerful? I hope not a ton. Yeah. But who knows? Isn't the Lockhart technically not even announced yet? Yes, August. August is supposedly when Project Lockhart or the Series S is going to be announced. It's just my feeling is it's just not going to have a disk drive. Um, but yeah, does the digital edition of the PS five still only have an 800 gig SSD because the disc version is, is confirmed to only have an 800 gig SSD. Dave says, yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. It's a custom NVMe SSD. That's what it is. And then you'll be able to add your own as well. It'll, it'll support external media. And then I think you can replace I think you can add an internal drive. I'm not entirely certain, but I think you can. Um, but yeah, that's that. All right, well, it's time for Wheels and Ventures with the Veilovers. What you play over last week? Um, Animal Crossing. Got a ton of bells. All the bells. Um, bells on bells on bells on bells. I finally cheated the system. Did you time travel? I did not time travel. But Dom did. Dom tra- time traveled. So uh, Vicky had a spike at like 400 something bells for ter- buying turnips right? yeah. or for selling, I guess you could say. Yep. And then Dom time traveled back to Sunday. Sunday. So we went from Dom's to Vicky's Island to Dom to Vicky Island. So <laughs> how much did you make? Um... At the end of it, I had like six mil. Nice. I'm down to, I paid off my last home loan. So I think I was at like 6.7 mil. And right now I'm back down to uh, just just over five. But I should be all right for a while. Yes, you will be. So, um, yeah, did that. Played some Tarkov. Tarkov. It's going okay. It's Tarkov. Okay. I've been, uh, 
I've just been buying. So Dave talked about getting over gear fear, just, just losing your gear or whatever. Um, I've just been, I realized like I have 3 million rubles in that game now. I've been buying like a guy. I, I keep buying the SKSs and running woods, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a $23,000 ruble or 23,000 ruble gun. Okay. So it's like, I'm really not losing that much money. Um, yeah, it's going on level 13 now, slowly ranking up. I don't really play it solo. I only play when Joe's online. Okay. So, um, played PUBG, got another win yesterday in duos. Um, it started out crazy. So first game, Joey dies within the first like three minutes of the game. And I ended up wiping the whole town that we were in. Um, and I made it to the end. I got like third, we got third place in the first game. Then the opposite happened the next game where we got, took another third. I died right away and Joey carried it out to getting third place. Nice. Um, then we got another fourth place finish. And then finally, um, I think we had one game in there where we just got destroyed off the bat. But then the next game we, we took home the W, which was pretty good. We were both still alive at the end, which was great. It's always a good feeling. That's awesome. Getting those dubs, man. It's, I'm not good at BR games. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not, you know that I hide in bathrooms, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but no, like when you, when you win in one of them, that adrenaline high that you get, it, there's not a lot that can top that. And it just, at least for me, like that, that heightened, when my heart starts racing, when you get to like the last five or whatever, the last few squads maybe, and then you just see it that splash screen pop up that, that you've won. It's like, it's Holy shit moment. That's it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, shot said I got my first war zone win this week and it felt amazing. Yeah. I absolutely, man. I've never won a war zone game in solos. I feel like when I've won in squads, it's been my squad doing the work more than me. So I, I always, I never had that like, yeah, we won type of feeling. I'm like, thanks for the carry guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, I completely get the feeling. And that, that PUBG game that we won with, uh, it was with Logan way, way, way back. Uh, me, you, Logan and Joe. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Long fucking time ago. Oh yeah. Because And that was when, so like, uh, Logan loved to push yeah. ahead and we had to ride the circle all the way in. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got a shitty, we got a really shitty circle and we had to ride the whole thing in to the last part. That may have been my first win. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I, I didn't do anything, but like, I think I remember like we were posted up on a hill, yeah, right? Shoot, yep. Shooting at people in a house. Yep. And yeah. Um, that game was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was pretty nuts. Um, that's the thing though, is having someone who is good at ta tactically pushing like that though, yeah. can really help out a squad Absolutely. where, um, I've kind of been learning, like I used to stay like, like on the hip of my teammates, which isn't really good because then sure. it gives someone a single target to shoot at cause everyone's grouped up. So right. like when I'm playing with Joe, I'm learning how to like stay a little bit more separated, use different angles and Hills. Right. Um, keep watching each other's backs and whatnot. Yeah. 
Dave, where does that quote come from? Dave says, winning a PUBG match is a greater feeling than a threesome. That's in quotations. <laughs> I want to know who the fuck yeah, said who, that. Who said that? Well, no, it is. Um, PUBG, it's, it, it's, it feels good right now because I feel like everyone we're playing against are the people who have stuck with PUBG, right? It's the people that know the game and the fact that I'm still hanging with people, I'm getting like I'm getting like five or six kill games. It feels really good. Um, yeah, let's see. I played a uh, Halo Five and MCC for the community play date. Yes. And then I downloaded Five M today or last night, I should say. What is Five M? It is the GTA role playing server. So you're gonna get into it. That yeah, it's the same one that like all the big streamers use. Sure. Now, obviously, I'm not gonna be able to get into their specific servers. But this is touted to be one of the best around. And they do have some, like, they have some open world servers where I think, um, like, I don't know if progress doesn't save or what, but, like, anyone can just enter. So I, I at least want to get in, get the mechanics. Uh, Joe also downloaded it, Joey. Jesus. So we're okay. going to go. We're going to go. Whoa. We got Dust. a resub. Dust, thank you for the two-month resub. Welcome back. My man. Woo! There it is. There you go. Oh, guess what? Two months. Woo! Oh, no. I'm not going to. I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I'm not going to go. We 12 got a, months. We got a 12-month resub in the chat. Josh, get ready. No, that's when we go back and forth. Oh, God, no. Yeah, so I'll have to do it six times. No, I'm still Oh, not. yep, we're doing that. I call on it right now. I'm just kidding. What's up, Dust? It has been a while. Good to see you. But yes, uh, Joe and I are going to try to get into some GTA 5 RP. <laughs> Dave says, yo, Will, I will join this. Do it up, Dave. Download uh, download GTA 5. Get uh, 5M downloaded as well. And we can, uh, when? We were thinking about doing it today, actually, after. He's uh, going off right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's excited. Holy shit. We are thinking about doing it later today. Maybe tonight. I'll, uh. We'll, we'll get a Discord thing going. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're doing lunch after this here. Yeah. And then I don't know exactly when I'll be home, but I will let you know. Download pending. He's in. Let's go. He is in, baby. Let's go. And Dust, never be sorry for the distraction. It's a good distraction. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's really all I played this week. Not a whole lot. I mean, there's a few things there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do any Destiny. I'm falling behind. I'm still like, I, I think what, okay, the previous week took the like the wind out of my sail, so to speak, because I was like light level uh, 1022. Sure. And I had one of those weeks where I kept getting gear that I already had. Like, it didn't really level me up. I went from 1022 to like 1025. Oh, okay. And I was like. Fuck, I spent all week trying to level up and I didn't get anything helpful. Right. So I didn't play this week, but I need to get back into it. We need to do that dungeon. I know uh, Zarners has talked about helping us out. Um, maybe I'll hop on late, maybe tomorrow or something and get some matches in. I'm at 1047. Damn, look at you go. Right now. Nice. Try to just get my weekly shit done. Yeah. Uh, what's the cap this season? Trying to catch up for this season. It's a 1050 hard cap. Well, it's a 1050 cap, 1060 with pinnacle gear. So you can get. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a one. It's a one thousand soft. Ten fifty, and then a ten sixty pinnacle. I, I still get blues every once in a while that are higher, higher than my pinnacle. Yep, which is for the week, which is weird. But anyway, yeah. um, awesome. Let me know how five M goes. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Because we were talking about last. What, what night. are you gonna be? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Who are you gonna be, Will? Just be myself. Who's Joey gonna be? That's a that's a bigger question. <laughs> well, I have a feeling he's gonna because he's the polar opposite of what he is in real life. Maybe straight clean, straight. Yes, <laughs> I have a feeling. So, uh, my buddy Joe is he's half Mexican, um, so I have a feeling he might lay into his Mexican Mexi- roots. Mexican roots. For the record, Joey's one of the coolest people. Like. You'll ever meet. He's hilarious. He is dude. really funny. He's a really funny dude. He he just says shit to say it. it <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I'll never forget when we were playing. Uh, I think it was PUBG. When like we couldn't revive. You remember that? Oh, you were stuck in the yeah. corner. <laughs> I told him to go on. <laughs> we had a little uh, like. Uh, do we do we pray for you? Yeah, or something? It's a ceremony or yeah, something. We, a we sang a song or whatever. But no, it was fucking hilarious. There was a glitch where I was stuck in a corner and I couldn't be revived. Yep. And Joey was trying his damn hardest to revive well, me. We, we just couldn't. We get couldn't going. get you out of the corner. Yeah. Like we could revive you, but you. Oh yeah, I just couldn't get out. You couldn't get out. You were stuck. Yeah. So we like downed you, revived you. Yep. Tried to like push you out ourselves. That was so funny. We had a little ceremony for you, <laughs> leaving oh, you behind. God. Oh. Um. Dave says, Jesus, they have a service agreement. These RP servers are serious. They do. They uh some of them are really serious. Oh, and then uh Lord asked Dave, did you see all this shit about Evo 2020 being canceled? Yeah. There's a lot of shit there. A lot of sexual harassment allegations being thrown. For a lot of people in the Smash community. Yes. A lot. Holy shit. Um, yeah, let me know how 5M goes. I'm excited. I'm excited to see like who you're going to be. I might just be like my normal chill self and just roam around the city doing random crap. Let me know what Joey's going to be like. Yeah, I'm really excited. Same. I'm, I, I was honestly thinking about like making myself... I want to like learn how to drive well in that game and be like a, a getaway driver for hire. Like, you know how, like, like if we, if you watch, if you watch Charles or summit and his group play, he's the driver. Well, he, yeah, he's the driver, but like, I don't want to be involved with like chain gang. Right. So to speak, like, I don't want to be involved with the specific gang. I want to be able just to be hired by anyone and take part of the cut for, for doing jobs. You want to be baby driver. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, without all the sexual allegations. <laughs> Do you hear about that shit, no. too? Ansel Elgort, the guy who plays yeah. Baby Driver, also accused. Really? Yup. Yup. No one's safe. Um, Lord says, the guy admitted to it as well. Um. Oh, look at that. The auto mod caught something. That was funny. 
They fired him for Mebo. Yeah, I saw that shit too. I did. There's. It's not. Again, there were a lot of things that I could have included in this episode that I didn't. Um. But yeah, it's. All I can say is there's so many things. There's so. I am so thankful that all these women are coming out and telling their stories, actually being heard. You know what? There's one thing I'm going to say. Okay? Just one. This this can be controversial. It can be not, but I just want to be heard here. Th- reading all of the people's responses, those who are being accused, reading all of their responses, all the ones that are coming out and saying, I'm learning from my mistakes. I'm getting admitted. I'm going to get help. I realize what I did back then was terrible. I'm a changed person now. The thing that I hate are all of those responses. You know why? Why the fuck did it just take it for somebody to say something for you to make a response like that? That's what I hate. I can't stand that shit. Now, there are certain circumstances where that has to happen, right? I'm not saying never apologize, but it's it's odd to me that you have all of these people, not just women, there are men coming out too, accusing others as well. All of these individuals coming out and with their sexual um, assault accusations and harassment accusations to other people, and these people who are being accused just finally coming out of the woodwork after something said to him. And they're like, Oh yeah, my bad. That's not the person I am now. Huh? All it took was for somebody that you affected to come out and say something for you to put out your response. Why didn't you try to help that person before? Why didn't you try to make amends before? Why didn't you own up to it before? Self-preservation. I hate that shit. That's why I know, but I can't fucking stand it. I just can't fucking stand it. I don't like that at all. I, I hate that because there's so many more out there. Like we know that there's so many more out there that haven't come out and said anything. And that's not our story. Those aren't our stories to tell, you know, it's just, it's so fucking sad. And I, I can, I can never fathom it's just like when we talk about Black Lives Matter, I, I can't fathom what black people have to go through on a daily basis. I can't fathom what these women and, and also men too have to go through that are being sexually assaulted, sexually harassed. I just can't. That is terrible. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. Dave says you got in trouble and now you want to be better. Yeah, that's, it's fucking so stupid. D1 had the perfect response. Well, not the perfect that he had the history of trying to make it better, but never knowing what was the problem. Um, Lord really says the perp should have uh, reached out to their victims beforehand to express their apology and guilt. Yes. And for, for just the record here, I'm not saying that all haven't, there are some that have, don't get me wrong. It's just, I, it's so funny and sad and stupid to me that as soon as they're accused, Oh yeah, I fucked up back then. Like, you motherfucker, you knew you fucked up back then. Oh, my God. Fame's a bitch. Um, 
D1X was the only person to do that. Bobetta Fetus asked Dinoxide. Yeah, fucking Jesus. Dinoxide was accused as well. Oh, I did not hear that. Oh, I, the funny thing is, it, this isn't funny in a rhetorical sense, everybody. He was called out before. And I remember the tweets in the, in the images, like the, the images like DMs and stuff like that. I remember those coming out a while ago. I can't remember if we mentioned it or not, but at that point I was like, this shit's fucking dude. You need to stop. They've said no. Oh yeah. Was he the one that was kept on messaging? And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I remember that now. And it's like, dude, fuck off. They don't want you. They don't like you. Fuck off. It's not difficult. No means no. Move the fuck on. Oh my God. Yeah, and he did make an admission tweet. Yeah, that was yesterday, right? Yesterday, the day before, I think I saw that. Uh, Lord says, damn, I never saw those Dan tweets. Crazy. Yeah, it's fucking dudes. And, oh, my God. Come on. Shot says, was never a fan of the generic buzzword apologies people give now. Uh, I will continue to do better. Yeah, it's fucking, it's it's a just a placement text. Um. He lied through his teeth to me on a stream not a week ago. Yeah, dude needs to fucking... Kids need to grow the fuck up. I can't believe it. Kids need to grow the fuck up. Um, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, like I said, there's things that we did not include on this week's show that we could have, but to all the women and men that are coming out with their uh, sexual assault and harassment allegations... Um, and accusations, please continue to do so. If you feel like you were able to, um, I think it's great to, I mean, it's, it's not, it's obviously not fucking great. What happened to you? Don't get me wrong. I think it's great that these people are being exposed for who they are. And I do believe people can change to an extent. I'm a firm believer that once a cheater, always a cheater. Once you've done it, you opened, you open the doors to other possibilities. But uh, it's a two-way street, right? If you're in a relationship, this is just one example I'm giving, but you're in, if you're in a relationship and both parties comes to terms with it, then you can learn, you can move on. That's, that's their lives, right? People can learn, people can grow to an extent. And I just, like I said, to all the women and men that are coming out. Do it if you feel comfortable doing so. Let's hold these people accountable. This is unbelievably terrible what is happening. And it's continued to happen. And it's continuing to happen every single day. Not just in this space, in every other space in the fucking world. It's insane. Hold people accountable. Do better. That's that. Bobetta says, uh, or asks, how would you want them to respond? A genuine question. I don't know. I can't say. I don't. I don't know. Um, Dave says, me personally, I would want them to apologize. Tell us how the plan, how they plan to change. Accept the reality that you have to climb uphill and work towards progression. If they can't do that, quit the scene, go work at McDonald's. Um, 
Lord says, I'm not on Twitter anymore, and I miss a lot of these new Intel news, et cetera, on what's happening in the community with the pros and AMs. Well, that's why you watch this show, right? Uh, no, it's just, I don't know how. I like Dave's response. Shot says 100% at Dave. I do like that response. Um, it's just the whole, like, I'm not the same person I was back then. Dude, you're not you're not owning up to the mistakes that you made back then. You're saying, "Oh, I've changed." Well, that doesn't ex- that doesn't dismiss the fact that you did what you did back then. You guys need a new segment drama alert? No, fuck Keemstar. I'm not touching that shit. Nope. I don't want any affiliation towards that sack of shit. Let me just say that. Keemstar is a sack of shit. Okay? Just going to put that out there. Um, Games I played. <laughs> Animal Crossing. I played Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm still playing story mode. Guess what? It has a story mode. I never finished it. There's that. Last of Us Part 2. I'm past the halfway point. I'm like 17 hours in now. I've been deciding if I want to wait for it to come out on PS5. Play with the upscaled graphics. Not a bad decision. I'm not going to spoil anything. Just be, but that's the be thing. careful of online stuff. I but, mean, in uh, a few weeks, I feel like people are going to start talking about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I passed the halfway point. You know, you know when the halfway point is. Um, the game's still very good. There, the, I have some, the, I have minor annoyances that are still popping up and they're popping up more often as the game continues. But we'll see. Um, have you guys ever played Shadow Warrior? I have not. Will, have you ever played Shadow Warrior? Nope. There you go. We have not. Um, Destiny 2. Already said the power level. Magic the Gathering Arena. So I re-downloaded it. I played against what I believe to be the worst player in Magic the Gathering history. He or she or them, whatever, was playing so slow. You know how there's a timer? Every turn of theirs, that timer came up. Two times that timer expired. We got to a point. So I was playing a straight black deck. I had a couple, I had a death touch person. And that person had to have known what that touch was because it never attacked me. So our boards kept piling up. Okay. I'm just waiting. Well, I mean, dude, I'm not attacking you. You're going to have to attack me if you want to do something here. We both have like no cards in hand. Our boards are filled and I'm just waiting. This match took over a half hour. He finally attacked. I'm not kidding. I was able to defend against every one of the things that he attacked with, he or she or them attacked with, killed everything on that side, didn't kill a single one of my people, attacked once, and they forfeited. Over a half hour for that fucking outcome. Oh, that shit's annoying. Um, unbelievably. Dave says, the new one is getting teased, so my tweet deck is being filled with the games, so I've been curious about it. And then Core 2021, yes. Magic Core 2021 came out on Arena last, like earlier last week, physically on Friday. So 
You can get that. Duststorm says he's never played. Shot says play both of them. Really enjoyed the second game. There you go. Get your get your information about that. Then I played Halo 5 MCC for the community played it. It was a fun time. Well, it's time for some shout-outs. <laughs> Shout-out to everyone to join the community play date. It was fun. Tuesday. Uh, we're going we're gonna to play some more Halo. So if you want to get in on that, let us know. We do, we do about an hour and a half, two hours of MCC, and then we do the last hour and a half to one hour in, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in Halo 5, and then an hour and a half to an hour, depending on MCC. To round out the night. So, if you want to get in on that, let us know. Shout out to everyone who has followed and subbed during the live show. We'll go through them one more time. Duststorm with the two months. Thank you very much. Lord Relay with the one tier, with the with the one gift sub to shot. Lord Relay with the one month sub. Thank you guys very much for the subs. Can Halo 3 PC launch already? I want to play and run my tournament, says Bobetafeta. Like I said, thinking... Next couple weeks. Yep, next couple weeks. That's what we're thinking. Who knows? Who knows? Dave says, fuck Valhalla. We played Valhalla on three different Halos. We did. We fucking did. It was terrible. All right. Happy belated birthday to Lethal HT and Shotzi. Happy birthday, gentlemen. Hope it was uh, awesome for you guys. Shout out to Grim Brother One on six years at three four three Industries, still going strong. He put out a tweet to commemorate the occasion. Go ahead and read that. And then finally, shout out to Generic Jen for being there for the community. This is a tweet that she put out. And this this touches on things that we've talked about previously. With Infinite approaching, I want to offer my phone number to all ladies attending events. My room will be a safe place. You need somewhere to crash? Need a designated driver? Need someone to get you from a, a sketchy spot? Just need someone to go somewhere with you? Let me know. So reach out to Jen on Twitter. We include the tweet, show notes of the show, of course. And uh, just reach out to her. Just reach out to her. That's it for the shout outs. Community creations, Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. We have clips of the week number 61 by High Tech Redneck. That'll go live more than likely tomorrow. The Halo Community Spotlight by Snickerdoodle. Took out all the fun stuff in there. We have a Fathom full map breakdown by Shyway. YouTube link is included. And then finally, we have the Frosty, the MVP, Halo 5 Tournament Montage Trailer by Hastings Editing. And the tweet states, it's finally here. Trailer for Frosty's Halo 5 Tournament Montage. The montage premieres on July 10th on Frosty's YouTube channel. Tournament footage only. Story told in chronological order. 3D work is from LZ Edits. Very much looking forward to that montage. I think it's going to be fucking sick. Will, that's all I got. I'm going to ask you a question before you plug the show. There's one little bit of... Do you want it right now? Sure. All right. Call of Duty League put out a tweet. Moses retweeted it with, I think, something we could talk about real quick. So Call of Duty League states, in light of continued COVID-19 health risks, the CDL postseason will be held online. The league and teams are collaborating on additional competitive integrity measures to be taken. 
More updates to follow and delivering the best experience for all. And they include a link to an article. Okay. So there you go. The postseason, including the championship, it's going to be online. So Moses quote tweeted it and stated, I hate to be that guy, but don't be surprised if there aren't any Halo lands next year. This COVID situation isn't going to be resolved anytime soon. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. So basically what my question is, do you think we'll have LAN events out there? Depends. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a vaccine that comes out or some sort of way to deter COVID. Maybe. So you say, I'm, I'm hearing reports now that they're thinking, I mean, what they, they, they stated at the beginning of the COVID outbreak that the earliest, the absolute earliest, which would be unprecedented for a vaccine to be available is September. Which again, would be unprecedented for the time that we're living in. I think I've heard reports now that they're thinking around November if everything goes according to plan for a vaccine, right? So, I don't know. Um, Duststorm said there's another trailer out there. Do you want to, Dust, can you link that, please? I'm really sorry. Can you please link that? I'll put that at the community creations as well. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Machinima trailer, if I'm not mistaken. Please put that in the chat. I can put it in community creations. Greatly appreciated, if you don't mind. Lord Relay says, what happens when COVID, uh, COVID-20 is a thing? Um, never have live events ever again? So, yeah, there's always a potential for another outbreak. There always is. There has been forever. It, it's not just exclusive to this year that it's happening. Live events will be a thing in the future. To what extent? Nobody knows. There's obviously, because of this, there's obviously going to be precautions in place for everything moving forward, just regardless. And I'm not saying everybody's going to wear masks all the time forever. That's not the way it's going to be. It's just, there's going to be precautions that are in place. Who knows? We'll see. Um, thank you, Duststorm, for linking that. I'm going to include that right now. So if you guys have not watched the Halo Mole announcement trailer that Duststorm just linked in the chat, please do. I'm going to include it in the community creations as well. It's a machine that's been worked on for a very long time. So go ahead and check that out. Sorry to take things off track again, Will. Please. That's all I got. Plug the show. You can find us on some podcast services, you know, like uh, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher. Those as well. Pocket Cast. You have a Discord, join the community discussion. Link is in the show notes or exclamation point Discord and chat. We have our Xbox Club or Spartan Company search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on social media. If you haven't found us already, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, if you want to consider Twitch social media. I mean, broadcasting platform, whatever you want. Go find us there. We also have an eSportspedia page. We have our own website and we have a merch store. We do. Go find us. Which is linked in the website. It is. Yes. Is the website linked to the Esportspedia page? No. Should do that. Should do that. Have it linked everywhere. 
Links on links on links on links. Yeah. Linkception. Boom. Oh, God. I can't do the sound. Lord Relay says, great show, guys. Firm handshakes all around. Thank you. Thank you. That was my handshake to Lord Relay right there. <laughs> um, and then he also says, UFC has done a great job putting on live events in this time with great precautions. I think their model could be replicated with some success for esports events. Well, yeah, baseball, uh, the, tw- the Twins went back to, to Target Field the other day. They were all wearing masks out there, but okay, they were they were practicing. All right. Also, uh, stay tuned for us. Hopefully, potentially being on Juke.gg. Yeah, yeah, it's in the works. I just got to send the information to him. I forgot to, so okay, got to do that. Yeah. yeah. Also, thanks Dave for shouting us out on that as well on the tweets. Uh, Juke.gg is a all-in-one like uh, it's. It's a hub. It's a streaming hub for esports. So, like, if there's any tournaments going on for games, then you go to juke.gg and you can see them all there. Um, you know, you can have multiple up at one time. It's cool. It's really cool. And yeah, he put out a put out a tweet looking for esports podcasts. So, yeah, juke.gg. We're gonna send him the info and we'll see if we can get on there. UFC president Dana White has said other uh, sports leagues have reached out to them for advice. Please reach out to them at e- uh, eSports Engine if you're watching. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, cool. Very, very cool. All right. Is that it? Ready to close out the regular show? Let's do it. That's going to do it for episode 134 of HTS Pro Talk. Thank you very much for listening and or watching. We greatly appreciate it. We'll see you next week where we're going to talk about some more Halo-related items. And uh, who knows? Maybe Halo 3 will be released. Who the fuck knows? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, until next week, everyone, we love you. We'll talk to you later. And uh, bye-bye!